John 15, 1 through 8. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vineyard keeper. He removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit, and he trims any branch that produces fruit so that it will produce even more fruit. You are already trimmed because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. A branch can't produce fruit by itself, but must remain on the vine. Likewise, you can't produce fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. If you don't remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. Those branches are gathered up and thrown into a fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified when you produce much fruit and in this way prove that you are my disciples. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. Please pray with me. Gracious and loving strength that abides within and around us. Please transform the words that I'm about to speak so that they will be kind and encouraging and honest. Amen. All right, so the story for today is about vines and branches and connections that span lengths of space and time that draw that draws into this idea that that we could end up bearing fruit at some point. And then, of course, this idea that today is a holiday to celebrate mothers and motherhood and mothering and all that's wrapped up in that. It's a lot for, a you know, a 10-minute sermon. So I think what I'll do instead is uh, maybe just do what I would prefer to do and tell you a story and hope that it will help as you start to untangle all of this viney vision of life in the world that was created and inhabited by a god that is very mysterious to us um I have certain biases, which I hope to disclose in the service um, to, so that you'll know where I'm coming from, so that you'll be able to say, oh, I disagree with her, and I know it's because I of that thing she has going on, and it's not, that thing she said is not for me. So you can like pick and choose what makes sense to you, make informed decisions about what of this to take with you and discard the rest. And one of the biases that I have to confess is that I am a mother. And I have one 
and I don't ever really know what to do about any of that. And the other bias that I should confess, bias that I should confess is that I really I am fascinated by Jesus mother. And part of this could just be because of the way I was raised. I wasn't raised Catholic. I was raised by Anglos and Latinos. And the Anglos in my family thought that Maria was, there was like this cult around her and that she was drawing attention away from Jesus and that was a bad thing. She should not be, we should not pay such attention to her. And then the other side of my family the Mexican side of my family was kind of like, had this sort of Catholic idea of what it meant to be um, involved in the family of God. And so the idea of Santa Maria, or especially the Virgin of Guadalupe, is just so helpful to me. So I'm gonna tell you this story about La Virgen. So this is a story that happens in Mexico during a time when the Catholic bishops were coming in and trying to subdue the indigenous populations. And they would do this by explaining that the indigenous populations and their spirituality didn't have any connections, any value to the ways of the Catholic Church, right? Okay, so there's a peasant coming through a desert one day and he stops because he sees this beautiful woman and she has this long robe and she's in this beautiful pose and she is so gracious to him and he he knows it's Maria. He knows it's this woman that they have described as the mother of Jesus. But they had always told him that he would never have access to this person because he's indigenous. He, he should just listen to what the bishops say and hope for the best, right? So he goes running back to the bishop and he says, I saw her. I saw her with my own eyes. She's real. Maria is real. And mm, the bishop says, no, you don't get to see her. You don't get to see the mother of Jesus. Mm -mm. Not you. Only me, only the Pope, only Papa. No. So when Diego goes away and he goes back to the same exact spot and sees her again. And she says, okay, here. I'm gonna, and this, this is where some of the stories vary, okay? I'm gonna plant this rose bush and you take these roses, gather them into your, your um, clothing. And he's wearing this beautiful piece of clothing. It's called Tilmatl. And he gathers up those roses and he takes them back to the bishop and says, she made these roses grow in the desert. And he unfolds his, and the roses fall out and there on the timatl is this picture that you've probably seen it before 
Maria with the moon and the stars and all of this beautiful gown and everything. My family's here. Hold on, can you hear my family coming? Hang on one second. I mean, family, right? They're all around and everywhere. I can't deny it. And also, why wouldn't they be a part of this recording? They're great. So, I'm going to keep telling you the story. So, the tilmatli falls open and there's the picture of Maria and she's beautiful. And the bishop is overwhelmed. He was wrong. This figure of Jesus' mother cares so much about this town and these people. And she just shows up, man. I just don't think I can tell you anything about scripture that you don't already know. If you really look at the stories of the people in your life who connect you, who are the vines and the branches, who span the lengths of time and space to bear fruit, to bring nutrients. Maria is like that. She will go anywhere. She will be anything for anybody. She is just fantastic. And that is not the kind of mother I am. I have limits, you all. I have limits and I hit them often. And I think too about these ideals that we have about each other, how we try to make ourselves into gender roles uh, and, and there's binary, this is what you have to do to be feminine and this is what you have to do to be masculine and I'm not buying it I'm not because when you look at the vines and the branches they don't work like that all the vines and the branches want to do is connect draw the nutrients out send it out farther and farther out into space I want you to know that Maria would definitely come visit you and she would bring you roses and she would say wrap it up wrap it up in your shirt hold it near to you and then if you unfurl it She's still there. She's still imprinted on the things that you use to cover your body. That's the mother of Jesus that I like to imagine. And that's the mother of the Jesus who tells the story about how we stay connected to one another and to our source. I know that the holidays, pick any one of them. They're all bittersweet they're all bittersweet because nothing in this life is perfect nothing nobody even in the story about the vines and the branches there are pieces that we don't need anymore unless it's to make fire or there are pieces that 
we really need them this year and we really need them to be healthy and nutritive and and connected and we need to take care of each other so i hope this helps how are we going to go to the baseball game when it's pouring i don't know Yes. <laughs> okay, but literally, how are we going to basically go to the baseball game? Pouring! It's pouring outside! My hair is so wet! Okay. I'm wet! Give me some space for a minute, okay? I got to tell the people. Really quick, how are we going to do it? We're going to figure it out. Okay. I promise. Well, it should be on. I don't know. What would you do? I I love baseball. It's it's where we go on my birthday. It's where we plan to go on Mother's Day. It's where we wanted to go tonight for opening night at Cheney Stadium. So I want to share that with my kid. I like to think sometimes there's a little bit of that essence of la virgen in me that wants to show up and wants to figure out how we're going to do something that feels impossible how we're going to take care of each other when there are so many pressures. I mean, even the weather, spring weather in the Northwest, it's unpredictable. But all the growing things need the rain and the cold and the wind, and we're all connected to it. So I think I better go. But also, hold on one second. Hold on one second. You know where they are. Um, okay. I'll be right back. I have towels to go. I just think as long as we stay connected, we can still be generative. And as long as we remember that there are a lot of rules we can't abide by. A lot of binaries, this or that. Choose one. The branches and the vines don't do it. Jesus never said they would. I hope today brings you lots of joy. And I hope today that you find those figures who help you to stay connected to your roots and reach out to one another. And that this is the way we nurture each other without giving in to false expectations. And this is the way we bear good fruit. Amen. <laughs>